Cool. So, hey, thanks so much for joining me today, Jesse. This is super cool. You are somebody that I found early on in my online quest for world domination. And I'm not exactly even sure how I found you. Uh, I don't even really know. I don't know. How did we how did we hook up online? Did you do you remember? Yeah, it must have just been through uh, like a mutual thing. Uh, must have been following some people that that maybe you were following and somehow our paths crossed. I'm not sure. I might have followed you and then uh, just to cause that's one of the one of the things I like to do. I like to follow people just to see if I can pr- get value out of their content. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and hopefully they'll follow back and get con- value out of my content. And if they don't, well, then they don't have to follow back and same, you know, <laughs> vice versa. So, yeah. and, you know, and that's, you know, it's, that's what it's all about is yeah. finding the value. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I already know what it is, but for uh, everybody out there in invest soup land, what, uh, what is your background? What, Take me through. Give me the give me the the 120 second uh, version of your life. You know, where'd you grow up? What'd you do up till you started investing? Sure, sure, yeah, absolutely. So I was born and raised up in uh, Wasilla, Alaska, and that was really cool. Uh, grew, grew up there my whole life. Did a lot of uh, Alaska stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I did, did a lot of hunting and fishing and uh, all those things. Went to the cabin all the time, which was a lot of fun. So. Just that's the one thing I really miss about Alaska. I go back and I visit and it's um, it's just changed a lot. And my life now, like it's a lot more fast paced and I really enjoy that. So um, the, the pace is a little bit slower there, which is really cool. And that's a really cool place to grow up. But just me personally preference now, it's doesn't quite fit. But uh, so I was born and raised up there, uh, joined the Navy when I was 18, uh, went to lived in Chicago for about a year and a half did um, boot camp and a couple of different schools there then got stationed in the ship in san diego mm-hmm. so i was on the i was on the antietam it was a cruiser so you CG got to 54. experience california yeah yeah so yeah the navy paid for me to move to california so they tricked me you know <laughs> so uh yeah so i came here to california and uh, that's where i met my, my wife met in 2010 uh, we got married in 2014 and um we're having a kid soon, so she's pregnant right now, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah, that um, is exciting. That absolutely, is. yeah. And so, um, so, yep, so we met and did that and got out of the Navy, and I went to college, used the GI Bill, which I'm a huge proponent, a huge advocate for. Like, it's it's such an amazing benefit that so many people don't take advantage of. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, I I'm, think we... I am so with you. I, I honestly yeah. tried to get my kids to go into the Navy, for many different reasons, but that that was just one of them. And and I, you know, preach it, preach it. I, these yeah. I've, I've got a lot of young people that listen to me, probably because I'm more like a dad figure than a contemporary <laughs> for them. But uncle, <laughs> um, for you even, for God's sake. But but you know, please bring some value for for these guys out there that are that are drifting and they don't have a lot of. I've got a lot of 18, 19 year olds. What would you tell them? Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that was that was really my sole reason for getting into the military was to go to college. Now, when I when I signed up. Um, so originally I wanted to be a diver. That was like that was the hype. Of, oh, man, that's really cool. They were given a forty thousand dollar bonus. So that was, you know, the money thing kind of was attractive. Um, so I went. So I like I said, living in Alaska, and I was 17. 
and um, we had a we had a snow day, which we don't really have very much of in Alaska, believe it or not, because you know eight or nine inches is like, let's go, you know, it's no yeah. big deal. But um, we had like a huge jump in like 15 or 16 inches. So my dad was like, all right, cool. Well, let's let's go to the pool. Let's go to the pool at you know six in the morning or whatever it was, and um, we go down to the pool. And it's freezing outside, and we had and it's whole snow everywhere. And we go in, and uh, he's getting me to try to swim laps, and because that's a big portion of um, you know diving. Obviously, you need to be able to swim. So uh, we did that, and I sw- we did the swimming, did the swimming, and was like, all right, let's go to work. And I got out and came back out to the to the truck. <laughs> it was freezing, and it was all wet and everything. And I was like, yeah. Okay, because he was trying to convince me to do something that um, I actually would get value out of, you know, something that right. was a life skill, right. uh, which diving, because I, to me, I was like, well, I could dive and then I could own like a, like a dive school or something. That would be pretty cool. That was right. my thought back then. Yes. Uh, but he was trying to convince me to do something more of a life skill. So uh, after that, I was like, okay, all right, I'll look into something else. So that's thank, the, that's the thank first goodness key. Dad's yeah. com- thank goodness for dad's <laughs> common sense right there, by the way, dive schools. Right. Just a tad bit of liability on that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, having that, and it's just a super dangerous um, trait in the in the military. That's why they that's why they give you the bonus. But, yeah. um, but so that that's really the first uh, tip there. I got a couple here, but that's the first one is to uh, if you are going to join the military, you got to make sure you are going in to get a skill because you don't want to just go and mess around. Uh, you don't want to go in undesignated. There's a, uh, that's kind of a, I don't want to say a trick, but maybe, I guess it's a trick, you know, that just to get you to sign up. Because a lot of people go into the recruiting office and they go, I don't really know what I want to do. And the recruiter's like, well, I need your number. You know, I need, I need you to sign up here and now. So why don't you go undesignated? You go through, um, you go through boot camp and you do all that stuff. You, and then you get to go out to the fleet uh, and, you get to see all these different jobs, and then you can pick from there. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, sounds sounds like a real fun thing. And I tell you what, it's not that fun. So they they send you, uh, you go through boot camp, and then you go to a ship, and you're uh, with the deck division. Mm-hmm. Which the deck division, when you're in port, they um, they work on the ship. They're like, you could be a bilge rat. Right. Yeah. Uh, swab the deck. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so yeah. you don't want to go in undesignated. You want to exactly. definitely, you want to zero in on exactly what you want to do. So did you have a designation or? Yes, I did. So I went in uh, and I went in as an electrician. So that's, Perfect. so that was the, yeah, my dad was like, you know, you should do electronics and this and that. And um, so I joined as an electrician and that allowed me to do about a year and a half worth of electronics school, which mm-hmm. is eight hours a day five days a week. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot of school, um, yeah. which is, which is great because you learn a lot. And two, you get a lot of college, um, credits for that. Right. So, so that was, college, so you went for a year and a half. How many college credits did you get? So I think I ended up with, uh, like 65 or 70 college credits, which I think it's like 120 to get a bachelor's degree. Yeah. Now uh, the, the only issue with that is that it, it only covers your, um, general ed. So, so, you know, it, it, but it took care of all that. So when I ended up going to college, I didn't have to do like biology or I didn't have to do all these like lower end uh, math stuff. Right. It covered all that stuff, health and everything. So really I got to dive in, which allowed me to focus, but. You said uh, dive. 
Yeah, dive. Yeah. <laughs> I see so, the conversation. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm still stuck on the dive. Yeah, thing, I know. But, but yeah, so that was the main thing. So I went in, uh, focused. You know, I, yeah, very thankful for my dad for steering me in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, was an electrician. And then um, another benefit that you don't really hear about too much is tuition assistance. So tuition assistance is when you're in the military, after you hit a certain rank and you have to have certain qualifications. I think I was an E5 by then, um, which was cool. I ranked really fast. That, that, was, that was really good. But um, I was an E5 about three and a half years. And um, yeah, I was coming up closer to my fourth year. But just in case there's any fact checkers or something who watch this. <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, coming up on my fourth year. And so I signed up for tuition assistance. And they pay for your school and they paid for, I think it was like seven classes a year or something like that. So I started in January. I was getting out in September mm-hmm. and we were, we were about to go on a deployment. So we left for deployment in January and I started my college there. And I did uh, seven classes between January and August, mm-hmm. used up the entire year's worth of tuition assistance because I was about to get out. So I'd already had... Uh, so then I, so what I did with those classes was do the required classes. So mm-hmm. I had all my credits, then I had like the required classes to get your bachelor's or I'm sorry, your, uh, associates. Mm-hmm. So by the time I got out, I had my associates. Um, and then I was able to just dive right in and get, you said uh, I know <laughs> it's still in my mind, uh, jump on in. Right. right and, uh, so got in, I uh, was able to do my bachelor's and my master's under the GI bill. So fully paid, and which I ended up calculating it out, and it's about a two hundred thousand dollar benefit. Nice. So yeah, that's no, why no, I'm no so doubt. yeah, like it's like come on, you know, like if you these people who are in who don't use it, like I don't, I don't know, you not, know, like like not using your loan. I mean, but what I want to do actually, you know what I want to back up on this, but I want to do it in another podcast because I think. What you're talking about has a lot of value, um, especially for young people that don't know what direction to go. Four years of your life is nothing, you guys. It's nothing. And you're out. And then you've got opportunity. But let's, I I definitely, we could talk about that for an hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, because I I want to be able to, I want to be able to talk to people. (laughs) So let's do that for sure. I want to schedule that when we're done here. how old are you? I am 29. 29. Okay. Yep. To me, a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The 30s are creeping up on me, so it's uh, I'm starting to stress a little bit. But my, my old right. is your age. Don't stress yeah. out. But 30 is nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that's that's an easy question. So you have um, a business right now. Can you? Okay, I'll just ask a couple of direct questions instead of instead of giving you giving giving me big round answers on that. What do you do exactly right now, and what do you want that to become in the in the interim in the in the short term? You've got a business that you're doing right now, and I know you're heading somewhere in the short term. And I'm going to ask you a long term question later, so don't go into that now. But okay. what are you doing now? What, what's the short-term goal? So right now, um, we're solely focused on uh, mobile homes, manufactured homes. So that's okay. that's our real estate focus. Mobile in homes, manufactured homes. Where are you in? 
and we're focused in San Diego. Okay. So, um, yeah, so we originally started in the Inland Empire, which is like Riverside County, um, Riverside, Corona, Hemet, Banning, mm-hmm. those areas. Uh, we worked that for the first couple of years. And the main reason for that was just the lower cost. Mm-hmm. So it was lower cost to get in. You could buy a mobile for $3,000, um, put in 10, sell it for 25. Mm-hmm. So it, that worked out pretty good. Yeah. Um, so we started up there, but we we just had to re we realigned our goals here at the beginning of this year mm-hmm. to um, so <laughs> I know I you'd so stop me if I get off track because I I, I get off track a lot. But um, one of the things that we did is that um, we realigned our goals and we started to tie our real estate to a financial goal, and I think that's a big thing that a lot of people do. So I guess I'll, I'll back up a little bit and say, so I started my real estate journey through um, the education courses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went through Elite Legacy Education and um, and it was great, you know? And so it's one of those things that a lot of people will, will talk it down. I like to talk it up because it's like everything in life, you have to go for it if you want it to work for you. You know, I mean, you, you got people that go and they spend $25,000 on a program don't do anything with it and say it was a scam. It's like, right. well, it's not a scam. You know, you just you just have to work. You know, <laughs> they're not gonna they're not gonna give you everything. So, so I I went through there. But uh, one of the big things um, when you go through those programs is they focus on deals, deal count. How many deals have you done? Have you done 30 deals this year? I've done 25 deals this year, and so that was kind of ingrained into my head at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, was like, okay, deal count, deal count. So I was focused on doing more deals and not necessarily focused on the bottom line because mm-hmm. in my head deals was what was what mattered so mm-hmm. we had to we in this is you know we had to do a mindset shift and we had to go look you know it's great if we could do 20 flips but i would rather do 10 flips and make three times as much than to have the headache of doing 20 flips and you know just making a little bit cuz some of those flips we were making I think our lowest one we made like six thousand dollars, which is great on like a wholesale or something. But on a flip and five months of your life and showing the property because we're we're selling them ourselves, so we're right. showing the property, talking to the buyers, not worth it. So we're like, you know, we need to we need to start tying monetary value, monetary goals to our real estate goals. So that's how we ended up down in San Diego. Let me let me let me interrupt real quick, only because. I see a really strong tie in here, a correlation with uh, rental doors. And Uh you'll know exactly what I mean when I say this. There's a lot of guys out there and gals out there that correlate their success um, or equate their success with how many doors they have. And if that's the case, you know, I know guys out there that have 1,200 doors, but I don't know what each door is producing. Right, right. I don't have that many doors, but I know what I'm producing. Right. Uh, so it's the same thing. And and as a flipper, I've had the same issue as you. It's right. like, oh, yeah, the more deals, the better. You know, we were doing three or four houses a month, and it was insanity. Yeah. As you know. And right. but But I really want to drive this point home to people, young and old, if you're, if you're doing deals – because you want a bigger number count, or if you're buying doors because you want a bigger number count, you're really, really making a big mistake because it will bite you in the ass. Yep. So, 
Okay. Absolutely. I'll be quiet now. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, and that really is because it's kind of the, that's just the hot topic. And you know, I spoke at a, a real estate conference a couple months ago, and that was one of the big things that I drove on was like, hey, because a lot of the people in that room came through that same funnel, that same, um, you know, elite legacy or, or any other educational course that mm-hmm. kind of drives them into that room that then, you know, so, you know, it's like, look, you guys, like, it's, it's cool to do 10 deals a year or 20 deals a year and make 150,000, but you could do three deals a year and make 150,000, then you have time to do four more deals that can they make you another 175,000 and now you doubled how much you're making mm-hmm. and you're doing way less amount of deals and you have less stress and you actually get that lifestyle thing that everyone's seeking. And that's really, cause that's the problem is that's what they sell you on when you go in is they sell you on the lifestyle, which mm-hmm. you know, to me was like, yeah, that's great. Cause that was one of the big things I wanted to do it because I didn't want to get a job after college. <laughs> so I was getting, I was getting my master's degree, but I was so like, I don't want to get a job. Rather work 20 hours a day then, huh? Exactly. Yeah. I'd rather work 20 hours a day for myself, uh, than have to work eight hours for someone else. But I'm with you. Yeah, absolutely. But so that's, you know, so that was, you, you kind of get sold on that. Uh, but then it kind of contradicts when, when the guy up front's like, Oh man, well I do seven deals a month. And it's like, okay, you know, if you were killing it, why are you here? You know, like, why are you, you know, if you, if you're killing it like that much, like I I would love to give back and all that stuff. But you know, if you're earning a million dollars a month or however much it is, it's like, you know, you don't really, can you really take a weekend out to to go and be there and then, you know, go back and reset and all that stuff. So I I ask the same question often. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, there, and there's some people who can do it, I'm not saying that there, that there aren't people that can do that. I mean, I had a, I had a mentor through there who was, um, he was running about 50 million of uh, real estate at the time. Um, and, and he still had time to go and do the, do the mentorship stuff. So that was really cool. Um, so, and that, and that was a huge value mm-hmm. that, that they did actually provide was that, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I don't know where I was going with all that, but, um, Oh, that's okay. I, I, yeah. I Oh, the I, rental doors thing. That's what you I, said. I do. Yeah. The rental door thing. So when, when you started flipping, um, so you, you went into the Navy, how many years was it before you did your first deal? When you said, okay, you went to the legacy program. How long did it take for you to get your first deal after you got your training? Once you, once you walked away with your diploma or whatever they give you, your certificate, how long did it take for you to get your first deal? Right. So, um, so I went in. Uh, I think I did my first class in November of 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we set up. So I, I kind of I pr- approached it from a little bit more of a conservative standpoint. I wanted to get uh, like an LLC set up and stuff uh, right. before I dove in hard. So um, boring paperwork. So, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I so I I did my first class. I think in November. I had my LLC set up by January. And I think we did our first, we bought our first home in like February or something like that. So the LLC was still in the in the uh, limbo when we right. bought it. Cause I remember I had to write a personal check and then I had to change over all the paperwork and all that stuff. And actually, that's that's a little bit of a funny story too. So it wasn't a personal check. I, now that I recall back, it was actually because um, they again they teach you. So these are some things that that they leave out a little bit. Is that you know a cash purchase can be can be a check, right? So. But I was a cash purchase. Okay, cool. We were buying this house for $3,500 in Hemet in this park that, that we still actually do work in. We're, we're actually taking a home back that we're 
a note that we're carrying that we're taking it back this month uh, in that same community. So good relationship there. But um, but took my uh, $3,500 and pulled it out of my account cash in an envelope <laughs> and went to this guy and had no idea what I was doing. Didn't have any of the proper paperwork. I had like a stupid bill of sale, like one page that I wrote up on my computer, right. gave the guy the cash, signed the bill of sale. And I was like, okay, great. You know, this is my house and everything. And and we start to do a little bit of the work on it and then realize like, uh-oh, we don't have anything in place. This is not proper at all. Like, like, you know, I mean, it's basically like buying a, buying a car without the title, you know, right, so, right. Sure. you know, that's a, it's a good example. Um, so I was like, man, you know, we, we got this cash out and technically this is still their house and now we're rehabbing it. And, uh, so I had to scramble back around. Luckily the people were cool. They met up and we re-signed the proper paperwork luckily and everything was fine. Find but, them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily they stayed, you know, they, they were moving local. I think they had another house, so they were selling that one. So they stayed local. I was able to meet up with them and uh, sign the proper paperwork, um, which that was just the beginning of building the team. You know, I was able to get a really good escrow officer there and um, she's still my escrow officer now and it's helped out so much. So, yeah. So that took, so you were, so you basically got your first deal just as soon as you graduated. So I'm going to call you, you know, basically the 1% out of the 99 right. people that took the course, you're the 1%. Okay. I know who I'm dealing with now. So I just one one more one more thing on that. So I um, this is just self bragging a little bit. So and I agree on the one percent thing uh, because I was nominated for their Hall of Fame this year. Um, I didn't get accepted, or they didn't they didn't pick me, but they I did get nominated. So uh, in after you know two and a half three years, so mm -hmm. that that was pretty cool. Um, that's that's a, that's super fast uh, to get nominated, and uh, they didn't select me, and so I was a little bit sour about it because. I mean, I don't like to lose, so, <laughs> but that's, that's a good trait. <laughs> right. So I was like, well, dang, that sucks. Um, but I think they're going to let me reapply next year. So hopefully I'll get into the hall of fame. That would be pretty cool. Kind of put a cap on that training, um, yeah, that, that sure. I did there, you know, kind of cement my name into that, uh, company. It's a publicly traded company. So it's a pretty big deal. I'm a pretty big fan of training and learning and everything, but I just want people to be careful because unless you're really committed to it, and I'm gonna get off my soapbox in 30 seconds here, unless right. you're super duper committed to a program and committed to the action that's gonna follow, don't spend a penny. Because yep. that program isn't gonna entice you into being. If you're not the guy that follows through on stuff, this is a tough business. If you are yep. the guy, if you're you or me, or I have a good partner, uh, then it's great, but right. enough said on that. Be careful. Yeah. Um, so you own, you, you just alluded to the fact that you had to take a trailer back. I understand that. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I flipped a few mobile homes. Mm -hmm. um, so do you consider those rentals or purchases? Do you have any that you rent out right now? Do you have any rentals at all? How so we don't have any rentals. Um, okay. You know, it's just more of a to keep everything lean, that's why we do that. Uh, because, you know, if we have rentals and it rains and we gotta fix roofs and we gotta, you know, there's a lot of, a lot more chasing around. So mm -hmm. uh, we just carry the notes, you yeah. know, it's it, in, a, in a way, so you get more back when you, if you know, if you're in a house for 50,000, like for a mobile home, you're in it for 50,000 and you take 10,000 down, 
and carry a note for let's say 90,000. In it for 50, sell it for 100, take 10,000 down, you have a $90,000 note. Well, if you were just to rent it, you know, you get a security deposit and that's it. Maybe $1,500 or whatever it is. Um, so you get more back up front, which is good. Yeah. Um, the more you get, the better. <laughs> so that's certainly, I. It, Obviously. It, it's crazy, you know, and that those are like, those are things that I probably could have learned, I guess, from people. I uh, probably just should have maybe listened to my dad or something. I don't know, but I know about, like he probably could have told me. Some, but some of those lessons have to be learned on your own, my friend. Yeah, that's a man. That was that's that was the hardest lesson I had as a young, as a young entrepreneur. <laughs> was the people that we helped the most. We had uh, and we we helped people with zero down uh, one time, and like. They just hounded us, hounded us like, hey, this and that, and complained about the blinds being dusty. And it was like, you know, like, I lost a lot, you know, giving you guys this house sort of thing. Like, ah, so, no, you no know, it goes unpunished. Yeah, crazy, crazy. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's crazy how that, that all works out like that, you know. But, um, but yeah, so we carry the notes. We like to do that because it's, you just become the bank. So, mm-hmm. You know, they're supposed to not call you, you know, if, if their toilet breaks or something happens, whatever, whatever the case may be. But now if, we're you pretty, it, if you remodeled it, unfortunately. Right, yeah. right. And we're pretty good about that, you know, because it, it's not it's not necessarily fair to them. If it's something that we did work on, absolutely, you know, within, you know, at least a month or two, um, if, you know, if, it, if something uh, pipes leaking or something after a month and we re- redid all the plumbing that's not good you know that's right, so right. Yeah, so but that's okay because we just bring the contractor back so i mean it, but we like to take care of that type of stuff but you know after a year or two and the roof leaks or their ac stops working or something you don't have to go back you know because they're the homeowner no, so no no so i i just yeah i i totally agree i mean i'm flipping houses the same deal that's why we typically try not to list our own houses because then there's a layer of uh, yeah. not protection necessarily, but a layer between us and the buyer. So, right. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, quick question. Uh, any outside interests? I, I believe you might have one or two. Yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, and that's the beauty of, uh, getting into the entrepreneur world is that you kind of start to see all these different opportunities, uh, you start to see a lot of things differently. Uh, maybe things that you've always liked, always wanted to do, but once you start making money doing something that's like your idea, like I want to flip houses, and then you start making money at it, you go, well, geez, maybe I could do this and I can make money at this, and maybe I could do this. and make... So that's really the cool part. Uh, yeah, so a big thing that we just got going was uh, my race team. Uh, we're starting an esports race team. I just got my simulator set up. It's behind the computer here, so I keep looking at it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's a huge thing. I've been talking about it. I've been talking about it for a while. Um, I'll steer off a little bit. Um, this is a good thing about masterminds and accountability and things like that uh, because I've probably been talking about the sim racing maybe for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um kind of bouncing that idea around i think when i when we got serious and sat down and wrote our goals maybe two years ago i put on there that i wanted to have a race team and then didn't really do anything about it for about a year kind of talked about it talked about it talked about it and um joined a mastermind 
and um, and I put it up there. So like that's that's the that's the best thing for me is the accountability. So I put it up there. I will be doing this this year, and then they were able to keep me accountable, and I got it going. Got the you know the legal stuff set up. Got it set up as a as a company, a real company. Mm-hmm. Um, got the simulator set up, and uh, so we're going to be forging forward in the esports world. And that's and that's just phase one. The esports side of it's phase one. Um, but yeah, essentially my my ultimate goal is to own a NASCAR Cup Series team, which is a you know that's a professional sports team. They're very expensive, but uh, would be very fun to do. And um, this is just the first step in that. Can so I, can I get a ticket? To like- yeah, you can get some tickets. Okay, good, good. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's as far as I can get involved. But okay, Absolutely, cool. yeah. so that that is that is cool. And we've talked about that. And anybody that follows uh, Jesse at Thornock20 on Instagram will know exactly what he's talking about because there's a lot of stuff he posts about it. It's uh, It's been an interesting thing. We've been talking about it for a few months now. And just to kind of see how excited he is about this, uh, it's interesting. We're going to see We're gonna see what happens in the future. Absolutely. So uh, what is, and just give me one thing that you would tell a new investor if uh, they're just looking into getting starting. Like, remember when we started, I told you, I've been getting a lot of 18, 19 year olds asking questions. Mm -hmm. It's always been a lot of that, but just in the last few days, I've gotten a whole lot of it. And what is one thing you would tell them? Just one thing, If if you could pick one thing, what would it be? Uh, I would say it is to get educated. Uh, you need to be educated on the subject, whether it's uh, paying to go through a system or a, a program or just self-education. Mm-hmm. That's really the key. Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of keys, but I, if I can narrow it down to one, uh, right. yeah, you, you need to be educated in it. Um, and really the education, it leads into everything else because, you know, really you need to have a mentor. You need to have all this stuff. But you need to be able to provide value to the mentor as well for mm. them to want to mentor you. Uh, mm. And that's one of the big things. So if you are um, getting educated yourself, getting your, your mindset right, learning all these new things, then when as you go, you connect with a mentor, you provide them value, they provide you value, mm-hmm. then you know you connect with someone who's got the money and then it's, you know, it, it's, things start to, things start to waterfall. But, but knowing right. what you're talking about, um, because that's, you know, that's something that it's something that I've struggled with a little bit. And I, I, I personally think I need to get better with is, um, people go, Hey, you know what? I want to flip houses. I got a bunch of questions for you. And it's like, okay, that's great. And I'd love to help. But at some point, you know, you have to kind of draw the line of like, well, if I, I can't give you 10 hours of, of education or 15 hours of education on this and pull that away from my business or the things that I'm doing. Right. Um, if you're not providing something of value back to me, like, Hey, I have money, but I don't know anything about this. Excellent. Let's talk. You know, that's value or, Hey, I just learned about this new strategy, uh, in this book and, um, I want to work with you and, and try it, uh, because you know, the market, I know the strategy, let's partner. Excellent. So, uh, you know, having, having value, and mm-hmm. the best way to provide value, especially at a, as a young person, is to have um, 
the knowledge and education and be educated in that subject at least a little bit. Um, you know, so something that I think is really cool that you got going, uh, you have, uh, you're, you're providing uh, mentorship to uh, Sauce. The, and he's and he's doing videos and stuff like that for you and you guys have that really cool so he's providing value to you mm -hmm. with the videos and kind of the tech side and helping you out there i mean i don't know the whole background of it but that's that's what i gather from the gist of it yeah, you're right and in turn you're coming back and you're helping with real estate and mm -hmm. see that's an excellent match you know because you give him he, you're you're giving what he wants he gives you what you want and everybody wins but he has a skill set. So, I mean, if you're 18, 19 and you know, whatever your skill set is, uh, but you just need to be educated in something, uh, something that's going to provide value uh, yeah. and should be, and it should be real estate. If you want to be in real estate, you know, educate yourself in real estate, get your mind right. That's an ec excellent point. It's, it's so ironic. And I guess it's because I was addressing 18 and 19 year olds in my video this morning. I've ad I addressed a few of those things, but this is going to come out literally probably two weeks from now. So yeah. that, that'll be that'll be buried deep within my videos at that point. But I couldn't agree with you more. And coming from a younger person to have that uh, not the knowledge, but the wisdom of knowing that, you know, so often and, and I, I try not to say too much on, on, on the podcast, but so often I get young people that come to me that want to pick my brain or whatever. And, and, and that's awesome. I, it must take a, a lot of guts to actually come to somebody and say that, Absolutely. that you admire and, and Absolutely. saying that anybody admires me by any stretch, but maybe they do <laughs> the guts that it takes to do that, but be prepared when you do that. You know, you know, like people used to trade things, mm -hmm. they didn't trade money. They traded things. I've got a knife. You've got a gun. Right. We both need one. So let's. Right. Yeah. And that's that's good. Um, same thing, man. Uh, you nailed it on the head. So important. You will get so much further ahead in this business by providing something for somebody rather than asking for something. Right. So yeah. Yeah. provide thank value and be educated. Yeah. yeah, that's the best answer I've had. Thank, thank you. Um, OK, one more question, a kind of not cryptic, but what would you, if you could change one thing that you did, and you had mentioned something about knowing more about, you know, how to do a, 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 a transfer a mobile home from one name to another, that would be one right. thing. But if you could go back and change just one thing, there's a hundred things, but one thing from the day you graduated from your program to today, yeah. what would that one thing be? Mindset. 100% mindset is Explain, yeah, the one thing uh, like it. So like I said, we had once we we changed our mindset and changed our strategy, you know, we wanted to uh, make more money. I mean, it's you know, it's that's that's why we're in this, you know, a lot of people. I mean, that's that's why we're here. I mean, it's that's legacy it. and it's blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's to make money. Right. So so once we changed our mindset to yes, we can have this amount of money, it's possible to make this much money per year or per month or whatever it is. That's when everything like just took off. Uh, we've we've grown about seven times this year than uh, what we did last year. So right now we're handling about we're handling seven times more projects at the moment than we ever have done. So at this time last year we were at a certain level. 
We're doing about seven times that much now. Um, now, is that, it, let me ask you a quick question. I don't mean to interrupt your, your rhythm here, but earlier you had stated that, that, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot here. I just want you to, to reiterate for the younger people out there. And those of us that haven't, that, that don't, don't know what your deal is. You had said earlier that the amount of deals you're doing isn't as important as the quality of the deals you're doing. Right. right. Just quickly explain you're doing seven times as much. What does um, that equate to? Yeah, dollar value. So that's what I meant. So money oh, value. Oh, yeah, okay. not 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 in terms of volume. Okay. So um, like at this time last year we had four projects going, and right now we have seven projects going, but so only three more projects seven times as much dollar value uh, in terms of, yeah, in terms of the market value and uh, we're sticking, we're trying to stick to our margins. Some of these larger projects, the margins um, shrink a little bit. So, so the, you know, the actual profit on each of those is not as high, but, but in terms of market value of the projects, about seven times as much as we were doing last year. And it was just that simple mindset shift. So shifting my mind um, when we first started this, you know, back in, mid 2016 would have been it would have it would we would be so much further ahead by having the right mindset then uh we were still thinking very small mm -hmm. so um you know and it was just and really it was just how do we not lose what we have and so we were kind of going from a, a timid standpoint you know which is just good you know you don't want to be reckless because all that stuff you know, it's tough because all those things, all those, um, the framework that we built basically uh, allows us to do what we're doing now at a, at the volume we're doing. But, um, but at the same time, you know, if we were, if we approach those projects from less of a, like, I don't want to lose my, I want to lose what I got sort of thing and go for it a little bit more, um, we would be much further ahead now. I yeah. can, so I can say that. So mindset, Having the right mindset is key. Uh, if you don't have the right mindset, you know so, it, it's going to be very tough. So you guys kind of went into it in your own words timidly, and right. then you know somewhere along the way you you became more of an abundance mindset. Right. Even that's probably the wrong way to put it, but you had more confidence in yourself. So I think I think it's really hard to have that kind of confidence going into the game, though. Right. You don't right. know what you don't know. So, right. you now you might be able to get it quicker than you guys did, but criminy, dude, you've been doing this for three years. Right. Come on. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, and I agree, and I agree, and it's you know it. it but the funny thing is, is, when we look back, so we've been all in so many times because that's just that's just the best way to grow. We're young, you know. We gotta stay all in. We we like yeah. to stay all in, keep all the chips in, yeah. and and you know the reality of it is, is we were all in at. Um, you know, at, on those first, pro on the first project, it was all in. I had like 10 grand, bought it for three, put in seven or so. And, you know, it was, I think I ended up putting in 10, which I think I'm at a cash advance with my credit card or something like that. So I was, I was all in. Yeah. Yeah. Super all in, you know, on that first project. Yeah. And then, you know, a year later, you look at it and you're still all in, but you're still timid. Yeah. But, but the reality of it is, is, is you've been all in. You shouldn't be scared of being all in. You know, so it, that was the big mindset shift was like, you know, in every day we were like, oh, oh, you know, and you just scared, scared, scared almost of of being all in. Like we can't do we 
let's not do this to ourselves again. You know, you can't do it to ourselves again. And then in three months, we were there again, but with a higher uh, value. You know, we were right. doing more projects or more higher val- uh, dollar value or whatever, basically creating new problems for ourselves. Um, so, which is a good thing, creating new problems. Um, those are the only problems you want to have. If you have old problems, you're not moving forward. That's yeah, what you can yeah, self-educate. Yeah, exactly. you, know, you need to create new problems. Yeah. But and, and, and then, you know, when, when you've, when you're all in on something, I, I think where people fail is they stop. Mm-hmm. Once you're all in on something, dude, you cannot stop. Yeah. That, that motion's got to stay moving forward. If you stop and go, okay, I want to get back to my comfortable place, you'll lose everything. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that's the reality. And, and see, but that's what you realize usually once you get in, oh boy. if you're if you're self-educating, if you're if you're making sure that you, the framework has to be there. So if the framework's there, you're self-educating with yourself, you're researching, you're doing all those things. When you're all in, well, then you know that's the only way. I have to st- I have to stay all in to move forward. And just what ends up happening is you just continuously stay all in and stay all in and stay all in. But before you know it, you step back and go, oh man, what did we do? This was awesome. You know, well, we've, I- we've grown so much. I, I think that's where, you know, buying rental properties comes in. Mm-hmm. You can be all in, all in, all in, but you have to be putting some of those profits away. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a discussion for a different day. Today's a flipping right. day. Right. Uh, well, but, that's why we that is why we do the notes. So just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I, yeah, I know. Okay. All right. We're coming up on 41 minutes, which means we've got about three minutes left for a couple right. quick questions and then we'll wrap up. <laughs> All right. So these are going to be just quick answers. First answer to the top of your top off the top of your head, tip of your tongue. Okay. All right. I'm going to read these. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. <laughs> what time do you get up? Uh, 5 a.m. Favorite book? 10X Rule, Grant Cardone. Okay. Best friend? My wife. Good yeah. answer. Uh, favorite childhood memory? Uh, going to the cabin. Love it. Okay. I want to get back to that 100% at some point in my life. You will. Yeah. You will. Uh, monthly income goal? Uh, currently, 100000 a month. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when is that scheduled to happen? It was supposed to happen this month. The way things are lining up, I don't think it's going to happen. But um, that's okay. Yeah. So. It was supposed to be by the end of 2019. Uh, I had a couple of months there where I thought we were going to hit it. But, you know, I mean, the reality of it, too, is you want it to be consistent. So, um, so yeah, we'll hit that here pretty soon, and then we'll set a new goal. Good. Yeah. And what is it exactly that keeps you going every day? Uh, like I said, I think it's the entrepreneur spirit, really. Um, once you see that you can do something with, like, just out of your mind, like I want to do this and you do it, mm-hmm. it's it's the greatest thing. So setting those large goals, we set these large goals and every day we just kind of chip at them, chip at them, chip at them, work at something. And then, you know, something that happens, like I said, like to go back to the simulator, you know, it's sitting here in my office now, but wow, it was like a year and a half to get it to, to be sitting right here behind this computer. Um, so chipping at the small goals, but, always keeping like the big goals just right there at the top of your head like this is the big goal i gotta do this this and this every single day every single day every single day eventually you get there 
And um, yeah, hit, hitting the goals and then getting the fun of hitting the goal is that you get to set a new goal. And uh, I think that's something that gets lost a lot is people, they they go, well, you know, I, I hit this goal or I've seen people do that. Like they, they're like, I achieved my why. Now what do I do? And it's like, <laughs> well, go, you know, I mean, well, everything that you did to achieve it, like just keep pushing that forward. Yeah. And, you know, and I think that kind of goes, that's why you don't see successful people retire because they, you know, they just keep, they always got to be doing something. And it's just that mindset that they have of keep pushing, keep pushing. So, I yeah. agree. I agree. All right, man. Well, hey, this was fun. Uh, yeah. Definitely do it again. Definitely Absolutely. Do it again. Absolutely. Now, Invest Soup, uh, you have a second home here. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, this is this was a lot of fun. I I, I love giving out the knowledge and all that stuff. And you know, Yeah, there's, there's a good. lot of people out there that heard something today that are going to do something with this. You know, that yeah. that's, you know, listening to someone that's actually done it rather than someone that's starting to do it, you know, that, that, that helps. People need to hear from people that are starting too. Absolutely. That motivates, but you know, you got to hear from someone that's actually made it through all the crap. Yeah. Because we know what kind of crap you go through for the first couple of years on this business. Yeah. Oh yeah. And still crap every day, you know, <laughs> every day. Right. right. Yeah. But when you've got groceries in the refrigerator and you're not worried about that, it's a different kind of crap. Different. Absolutely. Different kind of good problems. Good yeah. problems. It's a very yeah. good problem. All right, man. So I'm going to put uh, Jesse's contact information down there. So you're on TikTok. You're TikTok. on Instagram. Instagram. Um, YouTube a little bit. YouTube. Yeah. So um, Instagram at Thornock20. TikTok is at Thornock20. Um, I should have my Twitch going for uh, the race team. And that's at Thornock20. And um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to keep it. Got to keep it good there. Uh, steady. Yeah. Um, uh, yep. YouTube. We are uh, Freedom Property Investments for our, our real estate YouTube. Thornock Racing for our race team. And yeah, I think that's it. Cool. Well, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to put I'm going to put links on there for you. So, cool. so you guys can you guys can find Jesse and his wife. All right, man. Thank you so much. I really Absolutely. appreciate your time today. You're a busy man. And uh, I really appreciate you joining us today, dude. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. That was a lot right, of fun. My brother, I will, right. uh, I will talk to you pretty quick, okay? All right. All right, man. See you. Right. Thank you.